0: live from the journeys group studio this is taking care of business
1: good day this is george pate and this is tommy pate taking care of business we
2: are halfway through december uh, i guess count down to christmas yep, baby yep we are less than two weeks away uh and it is i'm because i'm excited I'm, I'm in the christmas spirit now uh, depending on when you're listening to this um you know next week's the last next week's the week before christmas so it's just it's i'm getting kind of the warm tinglys and the warm
1: fuzzies already that's credit card debt what that's credit card debt from buying christmas presents oh oh yeah i yeah. know you spent an enormous amount on stuff for me
2: of course yeah um don't be surprised if they're not all there on christmas uh i've got several trucks on the way uh and depending on you know outsourcing and distribution and stuff that it may take a an extra week or so you sir
1: have a significant amount of um be careful extra money be Be careful yes
2: be careful (laughs) (laughs) we are on the radio now no i'm just uh it's i'm i'm excited it's it's finally i think it's cold it's here to stay like i said i'm i'm feeling the the warm fuzzies of the christmas of the the christmas spirit so it's it's very exciting i'm 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 all ready for it um but we're gonna talk more about that next week, I think. Indeed, yeah. Um, anything we need to rent or talk about today? We just had our Christmas party. That was awesome. We did. We had our Christmas party uh, this past Saturday, and it was uh, it was a hoot. It was a blast. Uh, I think we had what was the final count close to close to hundred people. Mm-hmm. I think so. It was it was a really great time. You you really missed a a fashion statement by he and I. <laughs> Uh, Uh,
1: Yeah, if you go on our uh, Facebook page, I think it's on there. It's not up there yet, but it will be, yeah. um, Anytime you are wearing a suit from a website, and friends, I cannot make this up. We bought Christmas suits from a website, and the website was called you look ugly today.com
2: and i don't i don't want to brag but those suits were 50 dollars a piece a piece yeah, yeah. i mean I, I don't i don't mean to brag or throw my money around but 50 dollars a piece and it felt like we were wearing a tablecloth uh no but it was it was a really great time we uh had had lots of good food and uh good friends good conversations uh hot chocolate it was it was it was a, a really really fun time i think i, I think everybody had a great time but, i think so yeah um no, I guess there's nothing to rant about. Everything life is uh, life is pretty good. Um, so my name is George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with The Journeys Group. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with The Journeys Group. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, North Carolina. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, 252- Seven four six six seven eight five, Or you can find us on the web at com. Again, com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we are regularly rotating on it. It has our contact information as well as our physical location it has links to our uh, social media, our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram page. Uh, we actually just got a note, uh, I think it was yesterday, that our the first of our new YouTube videos is is almost done being uh, edited and made purdy and all that. And it's, it's actually on in- – why are there so many interest rate hikes? So it's going to be a very timely video when it comes out. Um, so make sure you drop us a follow on all of those so you can stay up to date with what's going on with us. Uh, there's a place if you want to schedule an appointment with us or just have a question. Uh, you just punch in putting your information, and uh, it'll send us a message, and we will be in touch with you. Uh, it has up, uh, information about our upcoming events. Uh, I believe our next one will be our State of the Markets webinar. around the end end of january or early february that'll be an interesting one said nobody ever. yeah that'll be a fun one we're not we're not sure what exactly the date but we'll keep y'all updated on that that'll that'll be a webinar um and last but not least it has the podcast taking care of business so uh, if you miss a show and want to catch up on what, what we talked about that's the place to do it uh the i think these last a couple of shows this year are going to be especially good especially pertinent um so i would encourage you if you regularly listen and happen to miss these to go check those out we're on 19 different podcast platforms
1: so um uh, you asked about rant and rave i do know one thing we can rant and rave about it is uh, from what i can understand uh the feds will be raising the rate again thursday
2: half a point
1: uh it is unknown at this time okay
2: they also said, I thought this was interesting, they're anticipating rates starting to come down by the summer, which I thought was um, – I think it's pretty ambitious. I mean I, I would love to see that, but I think I think that's pretty uh, – that's a pretty ambitious thing. Uh, but inflation was down from what they expected. Now, again, I, I take that with a grain of salt. Uh, I think it, it, it inflation was up, but it was up less than what they were expecting. So – i'm trying to be optimistic maybe maybe there is some maybe the, there is some light at the end of the tunnel here that they're finally getting a, a grip on it so uh, but we'll just have to wait and see well, I it i'm in a relatively festive
1: christmas mood so i'm not going to expound on
2: that yeah i mean that's you know that it, it is what it is and um so today we're going to talk about end of year planning end of your financial planning things that you should think about or review as we're wrapping up this year, going into the new year. And then we'll have one for, you know, starting the new year. You know, what, what can you do to help make this year a great one in terms of your finances? So, um, let's jump right into it. Uh, end of the year, a great time to, uh, you know, b- between Christmas and new year, it's kind of a weird limbo sort of thing because you, you're, you're working, but not really, there's not really a whole lot going on. So, that's a great time to review, to take a take stock of the year um, and see how well you did with your goals or your budget or, or whatever. There, there's a number
1: of things that I've put together that I think are important to take a look at. And I think you should do it the week between Christmas and New Year's. That, that, that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah and here's why is because um, fiscally, you can see what kind of damage Christmas did to you.
2: Yep. And, and it'll, again, it's, there's not really a whole lot going on that week anyway. So why not just take the time to review it? Like you said, the, the final, the final numbers will be in, so to speak. And um, yeah, you'll ha- you'll have the best idea. So I think the first thing you should do is review your budget because throughout the year, I'm sure things have changed. Even in a normal year, this year aside, things are going to change every year with your budget. So go ahead and, and, and do, I, I saw this yesterday when I was kind of The other day when I was putting some notes together was do give yourself a budget report card, kind of do a budget review, see how well, sit down with, with your spouse and see how well y'all did with your budget. You know, were there a a lot of months that you went over? Were there a lot of months that you stayed right on track? And if you're like most people, you probably went over and that's okay, but you just, this is something just to be aware of, just to be aware of, okay. This year we were over every month, and the reason we were over was going out to eat. Okay. All right. We'll just cut. It. We'll, we got to cut back going out to eat. Or, um, it, it just, it gives you kind of a litmus test of how, of what your spending was like this year. All right. Now, when you do that, you may be horrendously surprised. You may see, man, we spent way too much money. We overspent every month or whatever. All right. Nothing wrong with that. But you got to be aware of it. You know, the, the only it's only bad if you continue to do it. So that, that's why it's really important to review this stuff, so that you know going into the new year, what new changes do we need to make? Do we need to cut back on our um, football tickets? Maybe uh, we use that all the time, but that's kind of a, a I think a lot of people can relate to that. Do we need to cut back on our going out to eat? Um, you know, how do we need to adjust for this upcoming year with things so different? So I think that's number one. Review your budget and review
1: your spending. Make the necessary changes. I'll tell you one thing, too, is look at, and you may be going to cover this, mm-hmm. if so, tell me. But look at, um, is the cash you have in the bank what your goal was? In other words, you had a, a goal to save X amount of money every month. Is it there? Did you do it? Do you have the supplies in the bank that you thought you were going to have? That's an excellent segue because along with
2: budgeting, give yourself a report card on your financial goals that you set at the beginning of the year. A lot, you know, savings being one of them. You said, "Okay, I want to save a thousand dollars a month into the bank." All right, did you do that? Is the money there? If not, what what do you need to do to change it? And take also take this time to write down your goals for the upcoming year. You know, you can wait to the first of the year to do that, but start thinking about those goals. You know, look at your um, your different savings vehicles. Did you put money into those like you wanted to? The, whatever your financial goals were, did you pay off that credit card this year? Okay, again, if not, what happened? Just You just got to be aware of it. And again, this just tells you how on track you were with with your financial planning. This is kind of a good start before you go into anything else we're gonna talk about today. So take take stock of those goals and maybe maybe roll them into next year. You know, if you have to roll them into next year, that's okay. But just start thinking about this stuff so that when when the new year comes along, you hit the ground running. You know, you're not sitting around having to think about this stuff, you've already got it in mind and you can go ahead and implement things to make it happen. Start thinking about what changes can I make next year to make these things happen or to do better than I did last year? All right. Take a look at your employee benefits. You know, the first one that comes to mind for me is is your retirement plan, your 401k. Are you contributing to your 401k like you ought to? If you got a raise this year, did you increase how much you were putting into your 401k? And the answer for most people is probably not. You're probably not putting enough in there. And you, it, let's say you got a raise. You probably didn't account for that raise in your contributions, but it's important. Think about this stuff. It, it, it's, and again, end of the year is the perfect time to take a look at it when there's not really a whole lot going on. You know, if you're, if you're putting 1% a year or 1% of your salary into your 401k, be realistic. Okay. Bump it up. Find some way, again, along – and that, I think that's why I say oh, – sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. I think that's why it's important to look at your budget first because if you know what your budget is, you know what you can and, – and what you're going to be cutting back on or, or where you're going to be cutting back, that tells you what you can afford
1: to save elsewhere. Well, and if you're honest with yourself, I mean, th- this is the hard part, and that's why we would say do it after Christmas. You're in a reasonably good mood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really sit down and look and go, am I – Putting enough money away for me to retire. Am I doing what am I doing my part? Am
2: I being am I being realistic here with what I'm putting away?
1: And you know, compare that to what you spend on other things as George said, you know, college football games or uh going out to eat or or, or whatever. Uh the other thing to ask yourself and Christmas is the best time to do it, is are you tithing? Are you giving back to God what He's given to you or you're not a, a, a churchgoer? Are you... um? Are you giving it to somebody? To, to charity, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is the time of year to, as, to really look and go, okay, new year beginning, let's correct all these mistakes, let's make the adjustments that we need to adjust. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with making these mistakes. It becomes wrong when you continue to make them,
2: when you go into the new year and just keep doing what you're doing. You know, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So... If you're looking at your stuff this year and you're just horrified by your spending or or whatever, and go, man, we really missed the mark this year, but then don't do anything to change it, okay,
1: you just just wasted your time doing that whole review because you're not doing anything to fix it, if you're just going to keep doing it. How many of you vow every year after Christmas, January 1, I am going to lose weight. I am going to get on a diet. If you approach your spending habits with the same – Ferocity, maybe, or the same um, uh, intensity mm-hmm. that you did your your diet or your other things that you pledged to do, resolution-wise, you'd be amazed. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so, along with your spending, review your saving. Again, I talk a lot about the four hundred one k here because I, I know a lot of people can re- relate to that. But be honest with yourself about what you're putting into it and and be brutally honest about does that need to go up? And oftentimes if it needs to go up, something's going to have to give. And again, that's that, that's where the budget comes into play, but again, be honest with yourself with these goals. And and when you're setting new goals, I've talked about this before. We've talked about this before. Make the goals realistic. It don't say if you if you make if you bring home $5,000 a month, don't set a goal that you're going to save $10,000 a month because you're never going to achieve that. At this current time. And and that's, you know, so just be realistic with your goals and start. Like you said, start small. You know, how do you how do you eat an elephant? But start. Yeah, but start. You know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You got to start somewhere, even if it's just to say I'm going to save twenty five dollars a paycheck and put it in the bank. All right. That's fine. But you, you got to start somewhere. You're never going to get there if you don't just if you don't start, no matter how small or insignificant it may seem. It adds up quick, no matter what you're doing. And, but more importantly than, than the amount or whatever the goal is, you're developing the habits and you're building that discipline. And to, and that, that's the most important thing, because once you have the discipline, you can pivot that discipline to anything. You know, once you have that kind of ingrained in you, and I'm not saying it's easy, it's, it's hard to do, but there's too many tools out there that allow you to do this easily and automatically to not do it. Every savings vehicle I have is on automatic, because i know me if it's not automatic it won't get done so
1: don't i I really think there's no excuse to to not do it it's amazing to me that you know as much about yourself as you do and you're not married you don't have anyone pointing it out to you well i just i i I, I, I didn't mean that sarcastically i mean that was that was uh um when you do get married if if indeed that day comes it will be interesting to see how your philosophies and terminology change. Those of you that have adult children know of what I speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, Most people don't know themselves that well without their spouse pointing things out to them is was, was what I'm saying.
2: I th- and I think a lot of it comes from what I do for a living. I, 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 but um, anyway, um, this is a really interesting one that, that did not immediately come up on my radar, um, but it came up several times. Review your beneficiaries. Uh, You've got a horror story about or an almost horror story about reviewing your beneficiaries. Um, Folks, you may think, oh, it doesn't matter. I've taken care of it all. I don't care how sure you are. Go back and double check i mean it, it, even if it's oh i've got a, I, i've had a i got a small 401k from an old employer that uh, my mom is beneficiary on and now i'm married okay if if, if that's how you want to if that's if that's how you want to play out that's fine but please check on this stuff tell please tell your story because this this is it's funny now because it, it
1: got fixed but it was not funny at the time i'm sure yeah we had a client i've been a client of mine for probably 30 years um uh about ten years ago, um, we were discussing some things, and I said, "You know, I, I knew he had been married before. He married to his current wife for what, like fifteen, twenty years, something like that." Yeah. And I said, just out of curiosity, are you sure that you changed the beneficiaries? He, he's a, a professor at ECU. Uh, have, are you sure you changed the beneficiaries? He said, "Oh, absolutely." Uh, <laughs> I said, "Well, just you know, do me a favor and go back and check." For for for, for, for me, go back and yeah, check. Yeah, yeah, go back and check. He called the next morning and he said, "Oh my God, you saved me from divorce." He said, "My ex-wife was still the beneficiary of my group life insurance with the state, and was the, still the beneficiary for my four hundred one k." And if you had not said something to me about it, and something happened to me then my wife of 20 years would get nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my ex-wife, who I haven't seen in 20 years, would have gotten it all. Yeah. So review this stuff. Yeah, again, so don't go, I think so. Go make sure.
2: Go, go make sure. Even I mean, even if you're 100% positive, again, this is something that's too easy to be aware of and fix to not do it. But, uh, again, that was not something that immediately popped up on my radar. But, um, yes, go review it. Too easy not to do it. end of year, review your financial plan, meet with your planner end of the year, first of the year and review the plan. Make sure that you're still comfortable with it. Make sure you still understand it. Make sure things are on track. Now, if you're with a planner, they should be reviewing it with you regularly, you know, quarterly or however often. Um, but at home, it might be a great time towards the end of the year to kind of review. I, I think especially this year, that's especially helpful because uh, there's a with the way that this year has gone, it can shake a lot of people's confidence in the market and the plan and and, the, and their financial plan and things like that. And so it's a good idea at the end of such a tumultuous year to just review the plan, remind yourself of the long term goals or plan that has been set up and written out for you. If you don't have a written up plan available to you at home, uh, maybe consider moving planners um, because it's. It, you, you, the, I mean, your your financial plan should be written out. You should have a copy of it available to you all the time. But again, in a year like we're having this year, we've had a lot of people that obviously were scared about the market. Uh, they they didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know what they should do. You know, is it is it should I be getting out? My account's going down. Should I be selling off? Should I move to cash until things start going back up? But by reviewing the plan, you know, just a quick glance at it yourself, that's powerful. And, and it can kind of help ground you. Or if you're reviewing the plan and you're still nervous, okay, meet with your planner and say, listen, I got this plan or we got this plan. You drew it up for me. I understand it, but I'm still nervous. Help, help talk me down, help ground me. But again, what a great time to do it at the end of the year, towards the beginning of the year, after such a rough year that we've had. Cause I think a lot of people could use some grounding, use an objective third party to, that can see the whole forest here. Take a look at your charitable giving. You know, if we talked about this earlier, have you given what you what you are called to give throughout the year? And again, we talk about tithing a lot, but you know, we're a, a, a loudly and proudly a Christian firm. If you don't go to a church, have you have you given to a charity? You know, not just because uh, I mean, not just because it's what you're called to do, but there's some benefits to that. Take a look at that. Talk with your, um, talk with your planner, talk with your CPA, the look for, um, uh, the opportunities that are there again, not, not just for the, the, the tax advantages, but also, um, because it's what you're called to do. So just take a look at that stuff, um, and just be aware of it. Um, take a look at your debt, review your credit report as well. You get a one free credit report a year. Um, Take a look at your credit. See if, um, again, oftentimes I'll get to the debt part in a minute. With your credit, oftentimes you can be horribly surprised. There could be uh, something that you haven't thought about in twenty years. That you know, you opened a credit account twenty years ago, and um, that's affecting your credit even now. I think you had a situation like that where you had like a a Sears account that you opened like thirty years ago. That what that you didn't know anything on. You haven't owed anything on it for. Yeah, a couple of, of those, decades.
1: Yeah, I did one of those uh, account source thing of yeah. model, whatever. And there was like, um, there was probably eight or nine accounts that I didn't even know I had anymore. Like we had bought um, like a treadmill. This is thirty five years mm-hmm. ago, and and had paid it off, but the account was still there. And, and that was dragging. That was affecting yeah, it was your credit. The credit down because there was probably twenty thousand dollars of of credit available credit available credit that we could have gotten at eighteen eighteen nineteen twenty percent. Yeah. So yeah, don't be surprised at what you see because there's a, you're going to see some stuff that you opened up 35 years ago and have never used it or have forgotten about it. And there it is. Yeah. So again, just review it and, and stuff like that's
2: easy to fix. You know, you just close the account out and your credit score adjusts. but just be aware of, uh, of what your credit score is. You know, you, you may have great credit, but just make sure, because again, you're, you're entitled to a free report every year. This reminds me, I need to go get mine just to see what my credit is. But um. Just be aware of this stuff. Also, take while we're on this, take stock of your debt. Is it you know? Do you need to focus more on debt next year rather than saving money? You know, is it more advantageous to um, throw more money at your debt? Is there any debt that you need to get rid of asap? And I think a lot of people would say yes. Uh, I think most people have at least one debt that um, they need to get rid of, whether it's a credit card or, or whatever. But be aware of this stuff. Write all this stuff down. Take stock of the whole debt inventory. Uh, I saw a great term: go on a debt diet, uh, which I thought was a really, a really great way to put it. Uh, if you are, if you've got a, a, a decent amount of debt and you need to pay it down, don't take on any more debt. Take those credit cards, cut them up, shred them, get rid of them. Do whatever you need to do while you're paying this stuff off. Go on a diet with it.
1: Why do you think most people don't do this?
2: don't th- this particular step don't or, do this or kind of of this. review
1: or, or check on themselves or
2: i think a lot of people between christmas and new year's don't want to be bothered because it's the holidays um and i think a lot of people also say i'll do that later i think a lot of people <clears throat> and i think want, a lot of people are scared
1: of yeah what they, they don't want to see out. what they're going to see yeah. um <clears throat> excuse me they um they're painfully aware that um that something's wrong yeah that they're doing they're really doing some dumb things and but they don't want to look at. It. They don't, you know. It, if you don't, uh, let's say credit card debt. If you don't admit that you've got a credit card problem, then you don't have to fix it. Yeah. Uh, so when the when the chance to buy something else comes along and. Uh, you complete ignorance. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize there was that much debt or something like that. And I think that's why a lot of people don't do it is they are uncomfortable about what they're going to find out about themselves.
2: Yeah, they know there's a problem, but they don't want to know how bad it is. If, if they can't see a number or if they can't see it right in front of them, then the problem doesn't exist. Um, but again, I, and, and I think a lot of people also say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do that later. Uh, okay, when is later?
1: I think a lot of people, too, that are in relationship that are married don't want their spouse to know how bad things are. Yeah, we've well, seen that time and time and time yeah, again. Yeah, um, yeah, I, or the, or they don't want to. Um, yeah, where? Well, well, you just don't. You know, you don't want the the other person, the partnership, the other spouse to go. My God, how did how did how did we get how here? Did, how did this happen? I mean, yeah. How, why didn't you tell me you had this much money? Or why didn't you tell me you did this? And and truthfully, most people that have significant debt don't have any idea how it got there.
2: Yeah. I mean, nobody, you know, if you rack up $20,000 in credit card debt, uh, I'm pretty sure most people don't just go out and um, buy something worth 20,000 and put it on credit. It's a hundred dollars here, $500 there. And then you look around one day and you've got $20,000 worth of debt. And I don't think anybody consciously does that because I don't know anybody that would consciously do that. But again, that's why it's so important to do this, this review. Uh, And you may want to do it more often than the end of the year, but the end of the year is, is, is upon us. It's now's a great time to do it. So, um, think about what we've talked about today. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of hard things here that are probably going to be uncomfortable, but they're, they're super important and they're too important to not do. Um, if we can help you with any of this, if you, uh, Uh, need our help if you want need an objective third party somebody who can see the whole forest uh, (laughs) give us a call 252-746-6785 again 252-746-6785 pretty much all the problems we've talked about today are very easily fixed but you got to start fixing them and no better time than now hear the music in my ear, so we better head on out. I appreciate you letting us spend some time with you today. I hope you have a
1: great rest of your week, and we look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate, taking care of business.